0: You can think of parts of your finances as having wasted renders, and wouldn't it be great if you could keep living the same life that you have, but getting rid of the wasted renders because they're not adding any value uh, to your life.
1: Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Development Best Practices Podcast brought to you by ILM Professional Services. I am your podcast host, Jason Erdahl, and on today's episode, I am pleased to welcome Kamran Ayub, Pluralsight author, speaker, and consultant. Kamran has given many great talks over the years on a variety of technical topics, but a couple of years back, he started speaking more on personal finance for developers. Today's episode beca- begins a four-part series that will walk you through the four steps toward financial security. Budgeting and Attacking Your Debt, How to Invest Smartly, Socially Responsible Investing, and How Fees Kill Your ROI, and Tools Security and Your Retirement Savings. Be sure to check out the show notes for valuable info, and let's bring in Kamran. Kamran, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
1: So delighted to have you. You have uh, spoken at many a Minnesota Developers Conference and uh, TwinCities.net user group. So um, delighted to have you speak on really just about any topic. Um, uh, Today, we're here to talk about personal finance, something that's near and dear to both of our hearts. So uh, excited to have an expert like you on. Um, So, um I warned you in advance, uh, one of the things we ask our guests to do is share a best practice in something other than development, and I guess in this case, I would say, also in something other than personal finance. So give okay. us a give us a best practice.
0: All right, so I thought about this and it's sort of a I'm sort of cheating, but I think it applies. So um, I don't know if your audience has read Atomic Habits by James Clear. <sighs> It's a, a very if good they book. Haven't,
1: if they haven't, I'll include it in the show notes. Please read it. It's awesome. Yeah. So, and uh, yes. so
0: one thing that stuck out to me, well, there's so many things that stuck out to me, but uh, one of the things that I take into my daily life is the aggregation of marginal gains. Mm-hmm. And it so it plays into personal finance, but it affects a lot of our daily life. And what it really means is focusing on building daily habits, that move the needle just a little bit, and those compound over time. It's like a, a mindset of continuous improvement for your life. And um, he has a great anecdote um, from a British cyclist coach um, that uh, helped their team win the Olympics, and they were doing really, really small things like uh, polishing the, you know, the parts on their bicycle. Um, getting seat cushions that were extremely comfortable, like these very small things that then added up to, you know, them, uh, winning in the Olympics after losing for such a long time. But yeah, in the show notes, there is uh, jamesclear.com slash marginal gains. Really great. Really great read.
1: Great, great, great. Yeah. I have, uh, I'm a runner, um, do about 10 or so marathons or ultra marathons a year. um, I live and breathe the idea of marginal gains. Um, So because it is amazing the little changes that you can make to your running stride to make it more efficient, just in terms of you want to be keeping going straight and not doing wasted motion and things like that. And uh, carrying that into daily life is also pretty awesome. And into personal finance that, um, ladies and gentlemen, as well, um, I like to call the best segue I'm ever going to do ever. (laughs) So um, hopefully we haven't lost too many people on my poor segues and bad dad jokes. But let's uh, get into the topic at hand, development best practices in personal finance. Um, uh, This is a popular topic, um, but just in case there's like one or two people out there that don't care about personal finance. So my first question is, you know, most of our audience are developers. A lot of them, their salary is pretty high, above average, right? And it's probably going to remain so for the foreseeable future. Yay, laws of supply and demand. That's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome. We are good. Um, We get paid well. Um, Why should we care about personal finance as an audience?
0: So that's a great question um, because... I've been a you know I've been in the software development space since the beginning of my career and so I started with a fairly high income um, but uh, for a long time, I guess I didn't realize that just because you have a high income doesn't mean you are wealthy or building wealth um, and a lot of that had to do with my upbringing and you know seeing parts of my family that, um, would buy a lot of things, and that felt like, okay, that's that's having money. That's what you do with money. Um, but then the other part of my family uh, wouldn't buy that many things, but for some reason just had a lot of time. And, uh, and I think that the, the best wealth is having that time to yourself, the time to do things that you love. And I didn't really realize that until I was probably 31 or so. Um, and I, I realized that I don't necessarily want to be doing what I'm doing until I'm 65. And that's sort of the default script. Um, when we, when we uh, boot up our career operating system, the default mm-hmm. script is you know work until you're 65 or so. Or maybe age 60. Maybe you can retire early. Retire early at age 60. Nice. Um, but for me... Uh, the turning point was once I started to have kids and those kids needed daycare and the expenses were going up, uh, For s- somehow that high income was starting to feel like it wasn't that high. Um, and so that f- the family and flexibility were the two driving factors for me to change my financial habits. And that's when I realized that I didn't necessarily have to make more money. I just needed to manage my money more efficiently.
1: Right. Right. No, very smart. Very smart. And I think like you, uh, many devs I know live pretty modestly. I mean, they cook for themselves, right? Um, They go out to eat once in a while, maybe buy the newest video game, of course, because they're human. Um, What's a good way for an audience member to start getting a handle on their finances?
0: Well, I would say that we tend, so humans tend to put a lot of stock into feelings. And we know as developers that data is more powerful. Um, So, and I felt the same way. Um, I felt that, you know, we were living in a one bedroom apartment, we had two cars, um, and we had student debt, and we had, uh, you know, social outings and everything like that. It didn't, it didn't feel like we were really uh, living it up. Um, but uh, what you find is if you don't measure it, you can't improve it. Hmm. Um, so the first step is to take an objective look at your finances and and realize that there could be uh, wasted, uh, wasted opportunities in there. Um, I have done uh, React development in the past. And uh, one of the big things in React development is wasted renders. That's when you uh. render a component multiple times, right? When it doesn't need to be. Right. Well, you can think of uh, parts of your finances as having race- wasted renders. And uh, wouldn't it be great if you could keep living the same life that you have, um, but getting rid of the wasted renders because they're not adding any value um, to your life?
1: Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. So my um, my question on that is, as you dive a little bit deeper, is how do you how do you figure out what the wasted renders are? I mean, so how do you how do you get the data so you can analyze it? So what's your method for figuring that out? Yeah boy, I, I sometimes I just spend money randomly and I, I don't want to be running around with a spreadsheet all the time. Or maybe people get love love the spreadsheet. I don't know. What's, yeah, what's there, your method for getting a handle on it?
0: Absolutely. So there, there are definitely different types of personalities here. And I think one of the first things is to just be comfortable with looking at your finances because I think so often there's a lot of judgment and shame that we put on ourselves about our spending. And, uh, and- I invite your audience not to not to let those thoughts enter your mind. Just look objectively at your monthly spending. And I mean, the easiest way, you can get out a pen and paper, you can open up your bank account, and just write down the transactions um, and add them up and to figure out what is your cash going in and what's your cash going out. Um, and now... I am a lazy person, and so I really (laughs) enjoy tools and automation uh, to solve some of these problems for me. Um, So I do use um, some tools, but um, people can get started with an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, Some people really, really love spreadsheets, and so they might stick with that, Um, uh, but I tend to use some tools.
1: No, no, I get that. So, And we're going to... I think talk about some of those tools later on um, and, you know, certainly include some of them in the show notes. So um, yeah, I, uh, when, when my wife and I did this, we really tried to use our debit card for everything and just tried to centralize everything in one place. And we knew we weren't getting everything, but we didn't want perfect to be the enemy of good. So we thought, well, we'll more or less get everything you know, by using the debit card all the time. Um, and then the bank had a really nice tool for us to great that, get that data and start dividing it up. But you're going to talk to us about much better tools later. So I don't want to steal <laughs> that. So, okay. Okay. By this point, you've convinced everyone in the audience. Um, and if you haven't been convinced, just pretend for a minute. Audience. <laughs> Remember that personal finance is important. Um, now let's, let's do a scenario. Let's say we've got a dev in their early 30s. Let's call them Chris. Um, Chris has some student loan debt, car payment, and a mortgage. What should Chris be doing first?
0: Yeah. So uh, I really like uh, Mr. Money Mustache. And one of the things that he says right away in one of his first posts, I think, is that debt is an emergency. It's like your hair is on fire. Um, but I think it's useful to distinguish like what types of debt. So I think there's consumer debt and then there's student debt and mortgage debt. Um, So in this scenario, um, the student debt and the car loans would be the things that you'd want to tackle first, right? Because those uh, may be uh, getting interest and they're growing and those interest payments don't do anything for you. They're, they're not helping you they're not a value add um, and so all of your cash flow that's being reserved for your debt could be going towards investments that would be getting you much higher returns than what your debt is doing for you so that's why that's an emergency take care of the debt first now for mortgages um, that's a little bit different and we can get into that a little bit, if you want to. I think later on, but uh, yeah. that is something that is more psychological and um, is is part of your your residence. So um, that's not necessarily something you have to pay off right away. Because actually, mathematically, it might be more optimal to invest instead of paying that off. But consumer debt, car loans, um, student debt—those you want to get rid of—they're not doing anything for you.
1: Many thanks to Kamran for. Great first episode in our series. Make sure to check back in a few weeks for part two of our personal finance series, Investing Smartly. The Development Best Practices Podcast is brought to you by ILM Professional Services. ILM cares about the developers in our community and their financial health. It's one of the reasons we've put together this podcast series. If you're interested in joining a company that cares about your whole self, not just the part you give during working hours, please consider joining ILM. Please visit our website at ilmservice.com and check out our careers page for more information. We're closing in on the end of our first season and are busy booking guests for season two. Any topics from season one that you'd like us to revisit? Any new topics you would like us to cover? please email us at podcast at ilmservice.com with your thoughts. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.